Hello, I'm Samra, and welcome to the How She Ate an Elephant podcast, an audio diary of accountability. Every week, I break down my career, personal development, and life goals into bite-sized pieces and my game plan for achieving them. By broadcasting them to the world, I'm holding myself accountable to my future self, affectionately known as that girl. In exchange for your attention, I share what worked, what didn't, book recommendations, and interviews. Together, we can eat an elephant, one bite at a time. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the How She Ate an Elephant podcast. This is the first episode of season two, and I honestly can't believe that I'm on season two. It's kind of crazy. This season is honestly starting in a similar way to the previous one, by which I mean that I talked about it until I got tired of talking about it with other people, and my mental block was removed at some point. So here I am at two in the morning recording it just as I was for the first episode of season one recording at two in the morning. So ironic, but expected, but amazing, and I'm excited. The past three months without this podcast have been an incredible journey. If you remember last year, I was attempting to find myself as an adult professional woman of color and first-generation Ethiopian-American. I was struggling with my identity at work, struggling to motivate myself, and looking for direction. My journey of a personal accountability has taken me so much further than I could have dreamed, and I have all of you to thank for that, because without you, I wouldn't have created that external accountability that I wanted in the first place, and I don't know if I would have held myself to the goals that I set in place. So, To summarize, some of the things that have happened in the past three months is I left my job in a way that I was proud of and in a way that I had planned to for a good bit of time. It wasn't the easy way, but it was a way that worked for me. I learned a lot of truth about myself through that process. It took a long time, but it also helped me to understand my purpose and that it's okay to want more and to change direction. Right after I left my job, I ended up going to Ethiopia with my family on vacation for three weeks. The end of three weeks, I turned to everyone and said that I wouldn't be joining them on my flight home. Without a plan, without an idea for what I was going to end up doing, I actually landed a job uh, within a week because I put myself in a position to, like I talked about in last season, I committed to going to events alone and doing things by myself. And that is exactly what led to this job with one of my idols. I went to an event that was being held at my current workplace and just made myself known, introduced myself to people. And my current boss came to me and invited me back the next day. And in the next day I was offered a job. So on Thursday, I went to the event. Friday, I had an informal discussion and Monday I began work at a startup incubator in Addis Ababa. I also applied for graduate school. I was in the process of doing that before the end of season one, but I completed that and I'm waiting to hear back. All in all, I would say that I learned to trust myself and trust that I'm capable and that doing scary things like leaving your job and moving to a new country, they work out. I mean, if you really take all of your fears and work through them to the end, what is the worst thing that could happen? Maybe you'll be broke, but maybe not. Maybe you'll not find a job, but maybe you'll find a better job than the one you had. 
Maybe you'll have a new experience. Maybe you'll learn to trust yourself. And that's exactly what happened to me. I think that many of us stay in our situations that we know are less than our worth or less than we're capable of because it's the hell that we know. And a lot of times we choose that over the hell that we don't know. I can testify that things happen, actually incredible things happen when we trust ourselves and listen to our gut. So I hope that inspires you to do the thing that you've been hesitating to make changes in your life that scare you, but also motivate you and challenge you. You will survive. I promise. One big change that I'll be making this season is that I'm going to be open about my identity. I started season one as an anonymous podcast because creating a podcast was already a crazy enough thought that putting my face and my name to something that didn't always put me in the most positive or perfect light was maybe too much for me to handle. But for season two, one of my goals is to put myself out there and trust myself. I've already gotten a lot of positive feedback for this podcast, and if there are people out there who would listen and judge me for this, then maybe they're not meant for me, and that's okay. So with that said, my name is Samra. I'm Ethiopian-American, born in D.C. My life has taken me from D.C. to Montreal to Addis. I'm still figuring out exactly who I am in this world, what my purpose is, what my capabilities are, but I keep pleasantly surprising myself. For this week's topic, I'm taking it back to episode one of season one, which is accountability. I find that being in a new environment, I am so stimulated by everything and everyone new that I find it challenging to stay focused and follow my gut, which is incredible because that's what brought me here. But with the new stimulus and a new job and a completely different culture and a completely different environment, um... And a completely different work living situation. I'm actually living with my grandmother, which is wonderful, but also challenging at times, if you can imagine. Um, all of these different stimuli, all of these different new environments is testing me to see if I can actually continue to push myself out of my comfort zone. It's so tempting sometimes to just retreat back into what's comfortable, but I know that's not what's best for me. In addition to that, I just get so excited and also, so I get so excited and so happy, but also low at times and frustrated and angry at so many of the things that happen here and the inefficiencies, the miscommunications, and the challenges that I face on a day to day basis. I want to create a system that will help me to recenter myself, refocus myself onto my goals on a daily basis, reflect on what I've learned, and also keep myself in check. The variation in feelings that I have these days, it's just like an emotional roller coaster. A lot of highs and some pretty low lows. I'm thinking that by keeping myself organized and a routine, implementing this kind of routine on a day to day basis will help me moderate some of those huge swings. So, what do I mean by organize and focus myself? I'm talking about a system that I've devised and routine to keep all my life documented. First is a bullet journal. For those of you who don't know about bullet journals, I will be linking some informational videos and Reddit links when I post this podcast because I really think there's something that bullet journals can offer for everyone. You just buy a blank journal and what you essentially do is create your own 
chapter book. So you leave the first couple pages at the beginning open for an index and you write your daily tasks, any lists that you have, any workout routines, anything that you want to keep track of throughout the year. I put goals and my mind map, which I'll be getting into, a prayer and meditation log, which is something that I want to do on a daily basis going forward, a list of people that I want to thank because gratitude is one of the biggest reasons that I think I'm in the position that I am now. And I want to continue being grateful so that one, that people know that the impact that they have on my life, but also so that I can invite more positive things into my life. Um, book lists, so the books that I'll be reading on this podcast and also my personal time, um, just to document the things that I've actually accomplished this year in one place. So if I ever feel, if I never feel like I need a reminder, it'll be there. Um, any business ideas that I have? Being in Ethiopia, you constantly see some of the gaps in the market or areas that can be improved. And so business ideas are just coming at me from every direction. And it's unrealistic that I'll be able to get to all of them. But unless I write it down, it won't leave my head. So my business ideas. I also want to do a work accomplishments log. In my last position, I was advised to do this by a mentor of mine, who's actually my aunt. And I mentioned her in last season. But anyway which is just a running list of the things that you accomplish and when you accomplish them. Um, and also daily memories. I really want to focus on remembering more of my day-to-day activities, sort of like a diary, but less emotional. And I think more sustainable for that reason. So I've committed to just writing three bullets about every day this year. I started in January it's amazing. I mean, I've gone back multiple weeks back and I can just read a couple bullets and I, that day immediately comes back to me. And I'm potentially going to add maybe a workout log or workout routine so that I don't forget um, an anger log or an emotional log where I kind of track the different variations and feelings that I feel from day to day and just maybe what caused them and how long they lasted. Still working that one through, but I think it could be a valuable addition. So the reason why this is different from a regular bullet journal is that normally instead of daily memories, um, you would be doing your daily tasks and there is a system for different types of bullets having different meanings. So for example, a closed dot is a task, an open dot is an event, Um, a forward carrot would be a task that was not completed previously and has been rolled over to today. Um, I've seen bullet journals where people will do a monthly log, or they will go through what they did that month and, you know, summarize what they did and have any activities that need to be fast-forwarded to the future or passed forward to another month. Um, The reason why I didn't do this is because I actually took this methodology and used it in my planner. I'm a big fan of planners. They have worked for me successfully, so I, I don't think at this point that I need to change that, and I spent a lot of time picking my planner, which I will also be linking um, to this podcast. And... Yeah, I'm still, I did modify a little bit the bullets that I use in the planner, and I do think it has been successful in terms of keeping me organized. So I do have a two notebook system, one bullet journal and one planner to keep my life in track, and I plan on keeping it. It's sort of like a diary, and it also holds all of my memories, all of my ideas from that period of time, which I think will be pretty neat. Um, I also quickly want to go over my goals for the year because... I do want to hold myself accountable to them. So 
in my bullet journal, I have written my 2018 goals and mind map corresponding to those goals. And if you don't know what a mind map is, I will also be linking that into the podcast description. Um, but essentially, my goals are one, to get in shape. I did do an episode about that last season, and I had started working out and running with the running group that I mentioned previously. But now that I'm here in Ethiopia, getting that routine down has been kind of difficult. So I'm reprioritizing that. Second is to be more spiritual. I mentioned earlier that I will have, that I do have a prayer and meditation log because I really do want to sort of figure out my relationship with God or a higher power and just be more at peace with myself. Three is to position myself for success as I have defined it. One of my goals last year was to define success for myself and go after that. And I feel like I'm sort of getting closer to that, at least understanding what makes me happy, what I'm good at, and um, where I can position that for the most impact. Moving on, my fourth goal is to make more out of my moments. I want to make the most out of every day. I don't want to think back and say I was too shy to, to do this specific thing or I don't want meekness to get in the way of me speaking my truth or standing up for myself or asking for what I want because I already left my job, moved to Ethiopia, started a new job, rented out my house. I'm already here. I cannot, I don't have the time or the luxury to be held back by guilt, shame, fear of awkwardness or anything that I make up in my head. So I want to make more of my moments and also that feeds into my daily memories. And five is to say no more. Last year, I really exercised on trusting my gut and trusting that I know what's best for me. And I find that it's hard for me sometimes to miss out. I actually have on my social media descriptions that I'm a FOMO sapien, fear of missing out. And I kind of want to switch that to joy of missing out. I'm not exactly there yet, but... I do want to exercise the power of saying no. So a mind map means that I've sort of created a diagram of my goals with 2018 goals in the middle and these goals sort of branching out of that internal goal and then branching out of those individual goals are the tasks that I'll need to do for each one. So yeah, that's it. This season I'm focusing on maintaining what I've learned and building upon that and creating a system to recenter myself every day and not being too cumbersome and too serious so that it's sustainable and fun and you get what I mean. Okay, now it's time for book of the week and the answer to the riddle from season finale of season one. Two riddles that I gave were one, you're in an avalanche and you've been rolling down a hill, you're completely submerged in snow, how do you know which way is up? You can't move, At like snow diffuses all the light, you can't see up or down. So how do you figure out which way to dig? The answer in this case, and there are multiple solutions, but the official answer is to spit. So if you spit outwards, the way that your spit will fall will indicate which way is up and down, and you start digging from there. Another answer to this question, which my dad gave, was to pee on yourself, and the direction in which the pee rolls would be, again, south. So, whichever one you're comfortable with, now you know in case you're stuck in an avalanche, you're welcome.
The second one is Elon Musk's favorite riddle from his interviews, which I took from his biography. This one is, you're standing on the surface of the earth. You walk one mile south, one mile west, and one mile north. You end up exactly where you started. Where are you? Again, there are multiple answers to this one, but I'm going to tell you the first and provide a link to the other answers with diagram because this one is a little bit hard to imagine. But So if you're standing directly on the North Pole and you walk one mile south, then one mile west, then one mile north, you will arrive back at the North Pole. Voila! I'm going to have two more riddles for you next week when I'm halfway through my book of the week, which is kind of a departure from the books I've been reading before, but I'm in the mood for something simple and lighthearted and fun. And to be honest, I used to really love young adult fiction, specifically with magic, and I found a version of that that's a little bit more mature for adults. So it is called A Darker Shade of Magic, written by V.E. Schwab. As I understand, it's a, it is a series of books. I've only gotten a little bit into it, but it seems like this is an alternate reality where London used to be a magical place with four different dimensions existing simultaneously where people could freely walk between the different dimensions. There was a specific event in history where the different dimensions closed off connection in order to isolate them from the destruction of one version of London in, in particular. So the story is from the perspective of someone called an Antari. Main ca- the mayor, his name is Kel, and an Antari in this world is someone who can pass between the di- dimensions even though the portal has been closed. It's pretty interesting, pretty dark, and really imaginative, so I'm really excited to get into it. I also want to give an honorable mention to two books that I've read in the time between the two seasons. The first is the rapper Common's biography, One Day It'll All Make Sense. And the second is Issa Rae's biography, Awkward Black Girl. I think you should check them both out. I'm so excited that you guys are back with me, listening to me, helping to hold me accountable. And I hope that there's something that you can get out of it as well. I'm really embarking on a new journey and I cannot wait to share it with you. All right, talk to you next week. Bye.